Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz video recap. Today is Friday, May 5th, and this is the search news we covered at the Search Engine Roundtable at seroundtable.com over the past week. Again, please subscribe, like, comment, tell your friends to subscribe. Trying to get that million-dollar button or whatever they call it. Not going to ever happen, but any event, um, a lot to discuss. Google has released an unconfirmed Google search update that really is really on fire. May 1st and 2nd saw significant volatility and chatter. Then over the past day and day or two, even more. It's heating up big time. More on that. Bing Chat um, announced a bunch of updates as well as opening it up to all um, as a open beta or open preview, whatever you want to call it. Um, we talked a little bit about EEAT factors. Are they a factor or not? And Google changed the rules around syndicated content. Are you going to obey or not? And this episode or this Video is sponsored by Bruce Clay. Bruce Clay is one of the founding fathers of the SEO space, doing search marketing since 1996. Bruce Clay is big into SEO training, so check them out at seotraining.com to learn more, and also check them out at bruceclay.com to look about their services. Thank you, Bruce, so much for being such an instrumental and foundational part of this industry. Thank you for sponsoring, and check them out. All right, first, let me just say I posted the Google Webmaster Report for May 2023. It basically recaps everything that happened over the past month um, with Google and SEO. From the core updates, the review updates, the BARD, to site names, and more. Um, there's a lot of stuff there, so definitely check it out. I posted it on May 2nd. If you want to catch up on what happened over the past um, month, definitely do that. And like I said earlier, there was a Google update that kicked off around May 1st and May 2nd. Um, it seemed to be very significant, but again, it was unconfirmed. We saw a lot of SEO chatter, a lot of tools showing those updates. But then again, if we looked um, throughout the week, it continued to heat up. And even this morning, it is literally on fire. We're seeing tons and tons of tools showing significant uh, volatility over the past day or two, even more. Um, and the chatter is uh, literally through the roof. Um, the, again, it started around May 1st and 2nd. It continued throughout the whole entire week. Rank Rangers showing significant changes. SEMrush started to show big changes. All the tools. Mozcast is literally 170 degrees. I haven't seen that in a long time. Advanced web ranking over 10. Um, so lots of Alguru, all these tools are showing them and there's lots and lots of chatter within the industry. So there definitely seems to be something big going on. Again, Google has not confirmed it, but it does seem like lots of ranking changes are happening. Microsoft Bing had big news this week. I couldn't actually go to the event. It was an event in New York City. I was in London, uh, thanks to the Blu-ray team for sending me out there to, to speak. It was a really fun conversation. In any event, uh, Microsoft announced that the Bing chat is now open to all. You have to use the Edge browser and sign up, but it's available to all. There is no wait list anymore. And they added a bunch of new features, such as more visual images and charts and graphs, um, updated formatting. Bing Image Creator is now also available in over 100 languages. Um, Bing chat history, saving chats, persistent chats, export chats, sharing chats, all that type of stuff is out there as well. And all this stuff should be live any minute now. It's not live yet, uh, but they did share that the growth has been amazing with this. So they're very happy with the growth numbers. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they come out with next. The topic of EEAT or EAT or EEAT um, and it being a ranking factor or not a ranking factor or a single or not has been hotly debated over the SEO community for a long time. Google said, and I'll repeat what they said. Um, he, he repeated it again, Danny Sullivan, the search liaison um, of Google, saying our, our existing documentation does explain that EEAT and YMYL is in, in the context of how they should be considered by content creators and produced. And he basically highlighted that saying um, that EAT or EEAT is basically we use a mix of factors to determine content that demonstrates EEAT. 
Is EEAT a specific ranking factor? No. He said, while EEAT isn't a specific ranking factor, it's not. And he also said, if people think EAT is a ranking factor and Google should make it clear or not, he, he addresses that with that documentation that's saying it is not a specific ranking factor. Although it does say, um, does Google does identify a mix of factors that can help determine which content demonstrates a- aspects of expertise, experience, authoritative trustworthiness, or what we call EAT. Again, how you understand this, what you consider EAT, what you don't consider EAT, how you figure out if it's a ranking factor or not, just make your, just, if you're writing content, think about it while you're writing it, and hopefully that will be helpful. Again, it's not, EAT is not a specific ranking factor according to Google, but I know it doesn't hurt to think about that while you're writing. Google did change the game a little bit uh, around syndicated content, um, and they kind of admitted that saying, using a canonical tag, Google, just to take you back, Google had advice for publishers who did provide a syndicated content to say, if people are syndicated content, tell them to use a rel canonical tag to say they got it from you as a source. Historically, even back 10 years ago, Google News had a specific um, tag that basically let you identify where the source of the content came from. Google removed that. Now Google's saying this week that the canonical tag doesn't really help um, because people change their content, the, the, the websites look different, um, they mash up the content differently, so it doesn't help. If you really want people to not outrank you for, as being the original source for your syndicated content, then tell them to block the content. So now they're recommending that you actually block the content as opposed to using the canonical tag. This was updated in the documentation um, as a little bit of a surprise, um, but Google has basically admitted that the canonical tag doesn't work in these cases, so it is what it is. Google has also updated their video structure data to say it no longer requires you to have a video description in the structure data for your video structure data. Instead, now it's just a recommendation. And because of that, um, the Google Search Console reports will show more valid structure data if you are improperly using, or if you aren't using a description field, now those things will be valid, although they're still recommended to actually add video descriptions to your videos. It is just not a requirement yet. Um, No longer a requirement anymore, like it used to be. Um, John Mueller said that is a terrible idea to use third-party tools to base what you disavow. Just because a tool says something that a bad link is there doesn't mean you need to disavow it. He says it's a terrible idea to do that, so don't do that. In fact, John Mueller has been saying don't disavow for a long time. Um, Just keep that in mind. And on the uh, Google Office Hours, SEO Office Hours, Dewey uh, from Google, the Google Search Console team asked, if a domain name gets penalized, does it affect the links that are outbound from it? Like, do sites that have outbound links that are penalized actually count? And he basically said, I assume by penalized, you mean the domain was demoted by your spam algorithms or manual actions. In general, yes, we don't trust links from sites we, we know are spam. Again, that's not a new thing. It's been going on for a while. Um, and we knew that for a while, but it's good to hear Google's outright just say it. We just don't trust links from spammy sites. And this is before manual actions even. So it's pretty cool, um, just so you know. Google is highlighting things in the text, uh, highlighting text in the things to know section. This is a pretty cool find. Um, I think they're also highlighting it in the knowledge panels and the feature snippets and all this other stuff. They've been doing this for a while, but I never seen it in the, in the things to know section. This was spotted by Shul, so nice find. Google is testing perspectives as a search menu filter. We, we noticed perspectives a while back and Google actually officially launched it just a couple months ago, but perspectives basically gives you a different view of different things. And now, um, according to SatAK, there's actually a filter in the search bar on mobile that you just filter by those perspectives, which is pretty cool. Google search, is testing showing pros and cons directly within the video search results in the Google search results on mobile. This was spotted by Morty Oberstein. Here's a screenshot of that, very cool as well. Google image search and video search are now no longer just filtering out um, safe search 
filtered results, adult-related content or explicit-related content. They're now showing a little eye icon with a slash through it that basically says you can unblur that image. Um, this is what a lot of the social media sites do. Now, Google's doing this with Safe Search, where it says this image may contain explicit content. Safe Search is blurring, uh, is blurring on. So definitely take a look at that. It's a pretty cool addition there as well. Google Search impression shares is not coming to Performance Max campaigns. So Google Ads uh, search liaison Ginny Marvin was asked by Mike Ryan, will search impression share become available for PMAX campaigns? And Ginny Marvin basically said, no. It's not happening. Um, you can look at the whole thing, but I posted about it on May 4th, but it's not It's not coming for various reasons. Google, Microsoft Advertising launched a bunch of new features, including gaining campaign level change history, code-free conversions, and postponing the enhanced CPC deadline, plus a bunch of other things. Um, Google Business Profile has uploaded a bunch of new tips to avoid bulk verification delays. Um, there's a bunch of new tips there if you want to check them out. That was spotted by Crystal Tang. Google has confirmed with me yesterday or the day before, I'm not sure what day we're on, uh, that Google business profile information um, is being verified by text. So you may get a text message from Google asking you to verify that, not just a phone call, but a text message from Google. They actually confirmed this. I reported this last week from Miriam. Um, so it's pretty cool find. And Google said they will only text you from a confirmed Google number. Um, they won't ask you to pay for anything or sell you anything. Um, but they did confirm that this is actually happening. Again, this was spotted by Molly Youngblood. Nice find. There was a poll this week um, from Pedro Diaz who asked, how did you get started in, in SEO? Most people got started in SEO according to this poll. Again, it wasn't a massive poll, but by reading and practicing on their own websites, 55.5% said they read and practice alone. 20% said they just went along. 17.8% um, said they, mentored by, they were mentored by somebody else. And about 6% said they were enrolled in a course. And finally, also Jeff, definitely check out the Glenn Gabe uh, vlog this week. I'm actually posting one for the next few weeks. Um, it's pretty good. And I hope you enjoy it. Um, in any event, thanks so much for listening to the Search Buzz video recap. My name again is Barry Schwartz. This is the Search News we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable at seroundtable.com over the past week. Um, and uh, thanks to Bruce Clay for sponsoring. Deeply appreciate it. Everyone have a great, safe, and healthy weekend. Bye-bye.